welcome to the podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center Podcast Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device. Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, and Spotify. They are all free. Why, it's freer than confidential information being shared from President Biden. Did you see this? Sharing private military information on television? Things that nobody should know? Download the app that might save a life. Unlike this guy, he's probably going to get somebody killed. And if you ever want to come see us, 728 North Main Street, Lori, Missouri, at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks, that's where we're located. We'd love to see you come down anytime. Keep an eye on Facebook. You can see all the things that we're doing. Lots of things going on. How is everybody doing today? I hope this finds you blessed and healthy. We have been in a series for some time now titled The Gifts of the Spirit. Let's look at them once again. That's these nine gifts found over in 1 Corinthians 12. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. There are diversities of gifts, but it's the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but it's the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and yet to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. That's a very important statement right there, as he wills. We don't make these happen. Our job is to be available as the Spirit wills to manifest these through the body. We have to be available to recognize. And so that's why we've been doing this, because the Apostle Paul recognized in his day and he knew it would still be true today, the dangers of, of being ignorant concerning these gifts. So we overall have been very ignorant about them, and we can see that in, in many times. We know people have taken what is a gift of the Spirit, and oftentimes they confuse that with something that any believer has been encouraged to do by faith and through faith. On the flip side of that, others doing things that we have been encouraged to do by faith and they call it maybe a gift of the Spirit. And when we cross-contaminate the two, if, if you will, uh, it leads to a lot of confusion. So we needed to tackle this because Jesus in his ministry upon the earth, he knew how to flow, meaning that when Holy Spirit came and did manifest any one of these gifts, Jesus could act upon that in a moment's time and allow Holy Spirit to use him to manifest it. And he was in the know, meaning that by faith, through what he knew of his father, God, he could purposely move by faith and see the results that way as well. In the know, in the flow. So that's what believers are going to need to be able to do in this day and age as well, being in the know, meaning that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. So know the word, 
act upon the word, see the word manifest, those results that it promises to manifest, such as believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's faith. That, that's, uh, that's an action taken by a believer based off the knowledge of God's word, and that causes us to move. We act based off the promises in the word of God, understanding that if we do the word, the word will absolutely do for us. But the gifts, well, that's different. That's as the spirit wills, meaning we don't regulate that one. We don't run the show on that one. We don't pick and choose that one. He does. So when it's, for example, healing by faith, Again, we move based off of what we know and we can seek out. We can seek God on that, right? Or we would say we can seek a believer to come pray for us, right? Uh, We can uh, come pray for me, lay hands on me. We can come because we know the word. The gift in operation, that's God seeking man out. We see that with the man at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus came to the one man out of a thousand, let's say. That's, that's just a made-up number. The Bible doesn't say there was a thousand, but there was a bunch of people there. But let's say one man out of a thousand. And he healed just the one man. This is one of those times that we don't see Jesus healing them all. Now, why would that be? Right? Because in all the other stories, what do we see? We see people coming to Jesus and he healed them all. But this time, Jesus goes to the man. Why? The gifts were in operation for Jesus. The gift was seeking out the man. And so only one man gets healed. We don't see him healing them all. We don't see that man coming to Jesus. We know this man didn't have any faith. He didn't even know who Jesus was. And he walked away healed, whereas most of these other stories, Jesus will mention faith. Here's some numbers for you. 16 of the 19 healing miracles talked about in in the gospels talk about the person's faith. Now, the the miracles I'm talking about aren't the ones that say all were healed or many were healed or multitudes. We're talking about those specific encounters one-on-one or Jesus was with a group of people. 16 out of the 19 healing miracles talks about the person's faith being involved while the other three, no faith at all. It was the gifts of the spirit in operation. And that's just an example using healing. We know there's many other gifts, of course, uh, but that's been the danger of not knowing is that someone can move by faith and people act like, oh, they really got the gift of. Well, no, they have faith. Or the gift can be an operation through somebody and you could say, oh, wow, they really had faith. Well, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not sure I have that kind of faith. No, it was the gift in operation. So that's what we've been navigating in this series because we need to know what these gifts are and we need to know what these gifts are not. Because in the end, we do have a responsibility either way. We have to move by faith or be open to be used when the Spirit is manifesting these. Too many people sitting around thinking they cannot do something because they don't think they have the gift. Well, you do have faith. So let's look at today. Again, uh, a very misunderstood gift. The gifts of healings, plural. There's no gift of healing. The gifts of healings... And that is the gift given by God for the supernatural healing of disease without natural means from any source. So I think this one, again, ha- has, ha- has got to put to rest this idea that some hold that, well, healing is not for today, and I don't believe in these healing evangelists and TV healers. Well, wait a minute now. What about the gift, though? If we were to make a blanket statement that, well, we don't believe in healing, healing is no more, well, then that would have to mean that one of these, this gift of the Spirit, would have to be no more as well. Now we only have eight gifts of the Spirit, let's say, because this one isn't done by faith. 
as it says, it, it, you know, in the Great Commission, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Again, not sure why people can't believe that one either, but the gift in operation, this is as the Spirit wills. This isn't healing by and through faith. This isn't as Jesus did in Matthew 10, telling his disciples, go heal the sick. These gifts have nothing to do with medical science nor human education or learning. Dr. Luke was with Paul on many of his missionary journeys, and Luke wrote the book of Acts along with, of course, Luke. But he was with Paul when he was shipwrecked on that island of Malta, you remember, in Acts 28. But we don't see where Luke ministered to the people through his medical knowledge. As a matter of fact, Luke records an amazing situation that unfolded in Acts 28, 8, and 9. And as it happened that the father of of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery, Paul went to him and prayed, and he laid his hands on him, and he healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had disease also came to him and were healed. So my point is, that was done by faith. And yes, it is supernatural, but Paul prayed for him, and then he purposely ministered to all these that came to him for it because they had witnessed what took place, thus causing them to believe. It's not that we don't believe in medical science, because all of us can admit, I, I would believe, that we wouldn't be here without some, uh, some of that at some point in our lives. Of course, even the most accomplished healing evangelist, it's not like that. But my point is, we have people who are saying, well, the gifts are the doctors, and it is medical science. Just, you know, God gave them wisdom, and that's what he meant, and we're going to pray that God would guide the hand of the surgeons. Well, wait a minute now. I'd rather pray that the hands of a surgeon would never be upon me right? But people say, well, they gave, you know, doctors wisdom and understanding. And so that's the gift. No, no, no. That's man's understanding as anybody could do. You could learn it as well. If you decided to put in the time and the effort into it, as these others have, it's a major commitment for those in the medical field. They definitely didn't get there overnight, but they have studied and learned. And that just comes through man's natural ability to stick it in there, soak up the knowledge, put in the time, learn what they learn. They did. And they learned about it. And so, of course, we can always say that God helped them to have an understanding along the way. No doubt about that. But if medical science is God's way, then I suppose they should stop charging for that ministry, right? <laughs> they shouldn't charge me for that. I mean, man, right? We, we, their services should be free. I mean, we get so mad at saying, well, preachers preach for money. Well, if, if, if the doctors and medicine and all that was from God, they shouldn't be charging either. We should be, we should be mad about having to pay for that. Also, if medical science was God's way to bring healing, then it would be error-free as well. It would work every time. Doctors would have an unlimited knowledge and nobody would die and every procedure would be a success. Again, I'm just addressing, as we do, we're just addressing what some have said uh, in this being all about God guiding the hands of the surgeons because God made medical science for us and it's not supernatural healing outside of that. Now, we aren't against it. And we're certainly thankful for those who dedicate their lives to it. But the healing we're discussing isn't that. No, it comes, it, it comes by the laying on of hands, anointing with oil, prayer cloth, uh, prayer, speaking the word, however God leaves, leads. Uh, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus, to show you and I how to do it, was not healing people as the Son of God, but rather as a man anointed by God. Jesus was just as much the son of God at 18, 25 years old, 29, 29 and a half years old, and he had no miracles taking place, but yet he was still the son of God, wasn't he? No healing, but at 30 years old, something happened. He was baptized and the Holy Spirit came upon him 
And here's where it comes from. Acts says that you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Power, what power? Power to go about doing good and healing all. Jesus suddenly is baptized in the Holy Ghost and power. Now, as a man with the anointing of God upon him, he's now able to go forth and heal people. You remember it drove him right into the wilderness temptation right after he was baptized with with the Holy Spirit and power. Right, that dove came upon him, he was baptized in water. It drives him into that wilderness temptation. But you remember what it said when he came out of the wilderness temptation? Jesus came out in and under the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Now he's able to go forth and heal people. So we need to be very careful because what I'm telling you is I've heard many a minister claim that they have this and they have that. Now let me tell you this, Jesus himself didn't even take credit for the healings, the miracles. Man, I can't stand to hear somebody acting like they did something. It's God. It's Christ in you. Jesus never took credit. John 5 and verse 19, then Jesus answered and he said unto them, most assuredly I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but only what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. John 14 and verse 10, do you not believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I don't speak on my own authority, but the father who dwells in me, he does the works. So it's this particular gift that we're talking about, gifts of healings, that to me seems to draw the most attention from the people. The gift along with, as I mentioned, the ability to heal by faith as well. But people seem to really take notice, and this is that area that we have seen get abused, because it does draw some attention for sure. And sure enough, if a man that struggles with pride is in the middle of it, well, there is the ability to see him try to take some credit for it. Don't do it. I'm just warning you, don't do it. I watched a minister on TV a while back, and this man was holding a big tent revival. And uh, it appeared there were quite a few people in attendance. And so uh, this man was, uh, he was somewhat famous at that time. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had, you know, you, you would maybe recognize his name from that era, maybe not so much now. But here he is, he's in the middle of this um, tent revival. And it's on television. And so he calls this woman forth and she's crippled. She's using those walking canes, you know, that kind of latch onto your arms, you know, that you have to kind of use as your other set of legs there. And so she's using those canes on both sides to walk. And, uh, and so he goes through the thing, right? Ma'am, have we ever met? No, sir. You know, blah, blah, blah. They do the whole thing, right? And, and I believe that was true. Like, I don't think it was a setup as far as him doing it. It didn't appear that way. So have we met? No, sir. And, and, you know, and so, well, what's going on? Well, I have MS. I have MS and soon I'm going to be wheelchair bound if I'm not healed. And so he says, do you believe? And she says, I do, I do. And so then he says, here, and he reaches back and he grabs this bottle of water. I want you to take this miracle spring water that God gave to me from a private artesian well. And sister, as you drink this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as, as she's drinking it, He says, in the name of Jesus Christ, be healed. And he laid his hands on her and boom, she tossed those canes aside and she's dancing and she's healed. And and he said, it's anointed. This water is anointed. And he went into the whole story about this well on his property. And so I'm sitting there and I said, "Uh, excuse me, God. I was offended. I said, wait a minute, God, wait a minute. I was mad. I said, now, I do believe what I just saw is a very real healing take place, Lord. I, I do believe that, but you're going to have to tell me something. How? It's not the stupid water, Lord. Come on, please. What happened here? What, how? Because he was selling it. He was selling it. 
He was using this type of, and he's selling the water. I'm not saying that God couldn't move through you by, by the power of Holy Spirit to have you use something like prayer cloth or, you know. So that wasn't it, but the man's now selling the water. And I'm like, no, 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 this isn't right, Lord. But I do believe, I, I, I don't even think, I don't think it was fake. I, her body did physically change. And I said, how in the world? And the Lord said to me, he said, wait a minute, wait. What did he say? I said, well, my miracle spring. He said, no. What did he say? In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed. And then the Lord said, and he did what? Well, he laid his hands on her. That's how. Oh, well, the water had nothing to do with it. It's, it's a biblical principle by faith that worked even in the midst of this man's stupidity that God was not going to allow this dear woman to suffer. And so it did, it did catch up to this man and he's not in ministry anymore. He was surrounded by scandals and now he's out. But my point being that it, it was so powerful enough, but again, by faith that we can do some things through the word of God by faith that would even override man's stupidity when he had other ulterior motives and wanting to use this water uh, you know, and try to blame it on the water. Well, what we should blame it on is he said in the name of Jesus Christ, well, there's power in the name of Jesus, that if you ask anything in that name, I will do it. And then of course we understand the laying on of hands. He used those two biblical faith principles and the woman believed. I mean, he asked her and she said, I do believe I do. He just worked the water in there for his little marketing scheme. Well, I'm going to tell you, Jesus isn't going to share He's not going to share. This guy's out. So what I'm saying is, uh, it's never you per se, although you will certainly be involved. Jesus was not healing because he was the son of God and he obtained some special power that you and I couldn't have. He wasn't healing until power came upon him from the most high while baptized and the Holy Spirit came upon him. And he was healing as we can by the anointing of Holy Spirit coming upon you and by faith moving and doing or by the gifts of the spirit in operation through you. So again, let me remind you again here. When it is the gift of the Spirit in operation, the gift will seek the sick person or persons out, possibly even while this person may have no faith whatsoever in healing per se, when it's faith, the sick person or persons seek out the healing based off the knowledge that they have heard. You know, we know many of these healings in Jesus's ministries were those that sought him out. And it says, when they heard of Jesus, when they heard, and then they moved. The gifts in operation is like the man at the pool of Bethesda. Again, who Jesus went to one man, his faith's in the moving of the water. He didn't even know who Jesus was, but because the gift was in operation, along with some other gifts working together, this man was able to take up his bed and walk. Even though he, he showed no sign of faith in Jesus, that's the gift. It sought him out. And when Jesus left there, not healing anybody else, it's one of the few times we don't see it say he healed them all because it was the gift in operation through Jesus as the spirit wills for that man. But not to say the others couldn't be healed that day because if they had approached Jesus as always by faith, they too could had been healed. But Jesus didn't go around the whole place and say, now we're gonna heal everybody. He didn't do that because it was the gift in operation to go to the one man. Let me hit on this. Uh, really, this isn't a complete study on the gifts. You know that. We're not, we're not taking that kind of time to truly do a complete study. I'm just trying to give you some general knowledge about these. 1 Corinthians 12, 28 and 30, and God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, secondarily prophets, third teachers, after that miracles and the gifts of healings, helps administrations, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? 
So notice again the words in verse 28, gifts of healings, both plural, plural. Now this is, this is, this gift is the only one that is plural and all the others refer to a gift of or singular. So now the Bible doesn't say or exactly explain why this one's plural, but I want to toss this out there and you can chew on it a little bit. I think there are gifts of healings because there are different diseases and one gift would not necessarily heal all the different kinds. I've noticed many times um, that where these gifts are in operation, that there are greater degrees of healing in some areas than others. For instance, uh, here in this ministry, we've had great success in seeing cancers healed in this ministry, along with blind eyes. I mean, if I were to really put some things up at the top, uh, cancer for sure, we've just seen an amazing amount of cancers healed through this ministry. And overall, and, and, and blind eyes, these two seem to be more prevalent than others in our ministry. Why? Well, I have no idea why. <laughs> That's, we know in Jesus' ministry, he was successful in every type of sickness and disease. But Jesus had the spirit without measure, measure. So that could be something to that. And yet at the same time, though, we do not allow the fact to cause us to cower back and going forth and, and, and think, uh, you know, not to take a shot every time. I, I don't like to hear people say, well, Jesus had the spirit without measure. So I'm not, no, 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 no. Listen, but you can have faith. You can have faith though. I understand you may not have the spirit without measure, but you can have faith. You can have faith. So to use that as an excuse, well, but Jesus had, no, he did. And and that is something, but that should never be an excuse for us to take a step back because he, he gave us faith. And so I think that it's worth taking a shot every time. Listen, you will miss every shot you do not take. Isn't that right? Take the shot. And do not become a specialist in any one area. I've seen people fall into that one. Oh, they're really anointed to heal blind eyes. Well, yes, but no, you're anointed. We're anointed. But I do see people that will box themselves into just kind of one thing, like a specialist. You know, great for blind people, not so great for cancers, right? Lame, withered. So what am I saying? Don't don't get boxed into being a specialist just because we don't just pray for cancer, right? Now, I I have a higher confidence in that area because we've seen it so many times. It's not that big of a deal to me anymore. You you know what I'm saying? We're still learning and growing, but at the same time, if you brought me somebody with cancer, I, man, I'm on that. I'm, I'm in. And now some others, and I mean, I'm just talking about natural confidence because I've seen enough cancers healed. My faith is really on high for that one. Uh, so whereas you might bring me whatever else, you know, uh, well, I'm still going to pray by faith. I'm still going to move by faith, even if I don't feel the gifts of the Spirit are in operation, even though if I feel like, wow, I've not really quite dealt with that one as much, but I can have faith. I can still have faith. I can trust the source. So again, I'm going to hit on this again because there is a difference in the manifestations of the gifts of healings and receiving healing by your own faith in the Word of God. Again, in Jesus' ministry, 16 of the 19 individual healing miracles, we see faith involved. Three were the gifts of the Spirit in operation, which means faith will be the rule, but at the same time, we don't count out the gifts. Also on the ministering side, again, there are many things, most things that will be done by faith and through faith. You'll be, you'll be standing before the sick person and by faith in the Word of God. You will pull from what you know, and you'll minister accordingly. And of course, Holy Spirit's always going to be involved, whether it's faith or whether it's the gifts of the Spirit, of course. Holy Spirit's going to bring things back to your remembrance. He's going to help you do some of those things by faith. But as we said, you also have to be available for when any of these gifts are in operation as the Spirit wills, 
you really have to be able to adjust because honestly, listen to me, I think this is a big deal. Honestly, it's at this point that you will have to surrender what you thought you knew. And I'm talking about what you knew to do by faith, right? And that freaks us out a little bit because we we do wanna be in control. And what I mean is, is we had a plan. I know the word of God. I mean, imagine yourself, if you will, put yourself into this miracle. Imagine yourself being in Jesus's shoes, if this was you. And so three guys walk up to you and they say, Jesus, and they're standing there with a friend. Jesus, lay hands on our friend so that he can see. He's blind and Jesus, lay your hands on him. Well, that's not an unbiblical request at all. And that's easy enough to, to, to see that and believe. We know believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine being Jesus. Imagine yourself in that situation and you're like, yes, I know the scriptures. I'm glory to God. Yes, I'm going to lay my hands up. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, brother. Hold on. Hold on. No, just lay your hands on him. Yeah, I know. Hold on. Wait a second. Uh, no, you guys stay right here. Um, sir, I want you to come with me for a minute. Holy Spirit is wanting to do something else here. I need you guys to stay here for a second. And so you go from laying hands on somebody to spitting and making mud and telling him to walk across town to the pool and wash it off of his face, and then you'll see. That is a surrendering and a trust in Holy Spirit to manifest that. I mean, you would have the opportunity to doubt that this was from God the whole way there because you do know the word of God, and you're thinking, well, it's simple enough to lay hands on, but I feel Holy Spirit is leading me to literally go spit and make mud and rub it on his face and then stand here and wait to see the results if the man comes back from after washing his face. I mean, you talk about freaking your flesh out. But what happens is, you it, right, because the safe thing is to go ahead and lay hands on him. But we have to adjust. Holy Spirit's tapping you on the shoulder. Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let's do this right now. And that is a rough spot due to having to surrender what you thought you knew in that instance, and flow with him. And others won't understand it. Jesus couldn't stand there and tell them, hey, no, I'm gonna go spit and make mud. Come on, guys. No, he's like, you guys stay here. I don't want you standing there thinking what in the world's going on. I mean, that would really freak your flesh out. You have to flow with him. That's why I say I believe that these gifts probably are manifesting more so than we realize, but I'm going to be honest, because of fear and misunderstanding, we don't allow them to because they don't just happen. You have to surrender to it. You have to follow the leading of Holy Spirit and act accordingly. And a lot of times when it manifests, we're standing there going, what's that all about? I could just go lay hands on him. I mean, why this crazy thought in my mind to go do this other thing? And I think we ignore that. And then we go lay hands on somebody and we don't get the results that we were wanting, not because it's unbiblical, it's just situationally incorrect because Holy Spirit was saying, yeah, 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 you could do that. But in this instance, I'm wanting to do a thing. Because uh, honestly, many of these things, it's gonna sound a bit ridiculous. Lay hands on him, yeah, spit, do what? (laughs) So again, there's a difference in receiving healing by faith in the manifestation of the gifts of healings. So you can read the word, you can believe the word, you can act upon the word all by your faith and you can receive healing. I know many times in my own life as I was learning and, and hearing the word of God, it was as simple as something would come up in my body and I would out of a, a belief, my belief and knowledge of the word of God, I would begin to speak to that thing. Nobody laying hands on me really. No one even knowing there was anything going on. For instance, it, it might've been 10 years ago. It could have been a little longer or a little less. 
I had this thing show up on on my face right next to where uh, I have a goatee. For those of you that haven't seen me, and you can thank God for that. Uh, but I have a goatee. I've just that's what I've had for years. But right right by this goatee, right right next to my goatee, this one particular year, I had this thing pop up. A cancerous growth appeared on my face. What I first thought possibly was just a pimple or you know, a closed pore or ingrown hair or something, right? This thing on my face because I worked construction. It was dirty. It was nasty. You know, so I, you know, so I thought this thing was just this, right? Well, so all of a sudden it's becoming more serious and it's getting to the point that now I'm able to feel it inside of my mouth as well as it being on the outside of my face. So I began to speak to that thing. I begin to quote the word of God and speak directly to it, rebuking it in the name of Jesus Christ. And suddenly one morning, it was simply gone. I woke up and it was gone. That's it. By faith, God's healing power is manifest in my body. I wonder if I could speak to these wrinkles. I might have to try that one. Uh, But my healing came directly, right? Hey, we could really start something there. I'm I'm especially anointed to get rid of wrinkles. Glory to God. Line them up. Uh, No, but my my healing, you just drink this water, right? No. Well, you should drink water. That probably does help get rid of wrinkles, but I don't think it's supernatural. Uh, But so my healing came directly from God without anybody else involved, whereas the gifts of healings will come through another person to you that God will lead to you. Done by God, of course, but somebody else will be involved where uh, where God will, through Holy Spirit, he will manifest these gifts through them to you or through you to them. Uh, I was preaching on a Sunday morning and really just out of, out of nowhere, it was even, it was during praise and worship and I'm standing on the front row, you know, and I'm just worshiping, I'm getting ready. And and so boom, out of nowhere, I knew that I knew that there was a woman and not vaguely any woman. I knew which woman. Now I didn't know the people in, in this place, but I knew, I knew standing there that I was to get up there and look out there because I have to find this particular woman that Holy Spirit just showed me. Not, not just vaguely anybody. I knew which one and what was wrong with her. And so the gift of the word of knowledge was in operation as well. And so I got up there and I said, hold on, hold on. And I pointed right at her and I said, you've been suffering with, with this every morning with the effects of diabetes. I want you to come down here right now. She just burst into tears and I laid my hands on her and immediately those effects ceased. And she reported later that indeed she had experienced no more effects and no longer had any effects of diabetes in her body. And it actually healed her diabetic sores and all the side effects from having diabetes. So my friends, what am I saying? You got to put it on the line, friends. I didn't play it safe that morning. I was able to recognize. See, I didn't say, well, there's somebody out here. No, I knew the gifts were in operation that morning. So you got to put it on the line. Don't play it safe. But I was able to recognize that these gifts were in operation. The gifts of the spirit were in operation. And I was able to move and flow with that. For the one is given by the Spirit, the gifts of healings. To deliver the sick and destroy the works of the devil in the human body. So be in the know, but be ready to be in the flow. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, I'll be attempting the ridiculous and achieving the miraculous. Ah!